Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to In Between the Record with John and Hollis. This is just two guys having fun discussing obscure and non-mainstream conspiracies and mysteries. And sometimes not so much. We invite you to sit back, relax, and listen to our nonsense. <laughs> so why don't you enjoy this evening? Uh, of course, I'm your host, John. And uh, tonight I have a man who needs no introduction. However, he insists upon it. Hollis Parks. Hey! Yeah, tonight hey. is going to be one of those strange nights. It's going to be one of those, uh, yeah, we're going to do another podcast immediately after this. We're sound testing, and we figured why not just talk about the debacle of what happened to our vehicles and the nightmare that was uh, February, for at least me and you. Um, so yeah, this is a personal Look Inside Our Lives episode, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Well, consider this a bonus episode. So, yeah. you know, for all you folks out there in listening land, uh, just so you know, we're available on seven different platforms. Uh, we're available on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Copy RSS, and everywhere else podcasts are listened to. Our last episode was on biological warfare, uh, which we'll get into on our next episode. We'll conclude that, and that was going to be the discussion on the United States. And not to get too controversial, but yes, the United States uh, has uh, delved into biological warfare and tested on its own citizens. Yeah, that being said, uh, you know, we, we like to post our podcast on a weekly basis. We, we you know, I, I don't think I'm just speaking for myself when I say we enjoy staying consistent and um <clears throat> you know i I'd, I'd, I'd be pressed to say that the that the pen sound is not coming from me clicking the tapping not coming uh that's hollis testing out his new and improved uh pen 5000 he's excited about hollis why don't you tell us about the pen 5000 and how it's uh miraculous changed your life hey, i don't know what this thing's actually called um is it a pen down 5000 it is great um it's a great mic uh i've used it a few times before and i've sometimes used it sometimes not um i always had a problem with the dbs on this microphone um but that was a software issue i since fixed the software issue so i should sound amazing and great all these people tell me um, a lot better than i did on my other microphone so hopefully you guys can uh, you guys can go ahead and hear me better. Now I, I have to be a lot nicer with this microphone because the other one was directional and I just had a pen in my hand going tick 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 tick. Yes, that's pen, what I was talking pen. about. Yep. The pen five thousand. The pen five thousand. There you go. And then I had uh, <laughs> then you heard me crack my knuckles. So I have to be uber quiet now. Where before I could do pretty much anything and I could hit the I could hit a button on my computer and shut the mic up and sneeze and cough and heck almost go to the bathroom like john did once um but <laughs> you know i am a human being of this earth and nature when nature calls nature calls and this is not a professional podcast there's over seventy-seven thousand podcasts out there that we're with, okay and uh you know we're being listened to in <laughs> i mean is there something like that if, if, if i go to the dashboard we're being listened to in the Czech Republic, United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Indonesia, Australia, Ireland, Puerto Rico, 
being listened to in Singapore, France. Uh, so the majority in the last several episodes have been in the United States. 48% have been women. Uh, hey, girls. And, uh, hey. Hey, girl. Hey. And uh, the majority have been listening to us on podcast servers other than um, the aforementioned. So uh, that would be considered other. So either online, um, just, I don't know, um, Apple, Apple, um, probably, because it's not listed here. So, yes, uh, this is going to be just a bonus episode, if you will. Uh, we're not scripted at all, which, <laughs> believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we actually note, take notes and we prepare and we plan and we script our episodes. Following that, uh, we actually have uh, yours truly edit, add music, intros, snippets. I, I try to cut out as much as I can, yeah. although I will miss the occasional, you know, sound of myself urinating, which, you know, this <laughs> microphone, <laughs> is, this microphone good. is very sensitive. Uh, apparently so um yeah i would go all the way to the east wing of my house this palatial 900 square foot compound of mine and you can still hear uh doors close um you know toilets flush cats meowing cell phones dinging so you know we've got we've come a long way since episode one but we've got a long way to go that's for sure. So, so uh, how is, you know, we had a, you know, we, we decided to go ahead and spend the nights with, the, or spend the night with our missus on, on Valentine's Day, and that was awesome. Um, but the, I want to talk about the... <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies, he's single. I, I took my daughter <laughs> and my mother to Golden Corral, okay? So there you go. So and that was my choice. It was my choice. We we would have gone to a three Michelin star restaurant, but no, my my daughter wanted to go to a uh, buffet, and she wanted to go to Golden Corral, and Golden Corral it was. So, hey, what you know, what the ladies want, the ladies get. What can I say? You want to hear something crazy? Like I have been dying, 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 dying up here in North Carolina, as they say, to go to a bourgeois. Um, and you know, our our good governor. I mean that sarcastically. Um, has has basically mm -hmm. shut down all buffets, um, and you know, I want to go to a China super buffet, and I want to get eleven types of meat. I want the clams. I want the scallops. I want the crab. I'll pay the extra four ninety nine for the crab legs, unlimited. Just and not crab with a K. Not crab with a K. Real crab. Yeah, real crab. See, and yeah. and like I'll pay that, and I, but you can't do that in North Carolina, and it's driving me mad because. You know, I got a rule. I got a I got a dietary rule. Once a month, I have a hot dog. Once a month, I have I have fried fish from like Long John Silver's or Captain D's or whatever. And before you know the COVID happened, I once a month I go to a super buffet, and that's the junk food I eat for the month. Like <laughs> I don't drink soda, you know. I I do drink half beer. That's junk food, I guess. Um, I don't drink a lot of. I don't eat. You know anything stupid you know you know my spice collection like everything is clean food if i if i want a fajita i make the fajita if i want 
blah 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 i make the blah 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 everything's organic i'm 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 hard pressed to not describe the dinner that you and i prepared for your wife and your father when i came to visit uh it, it was i mean I, I think we should, since this is just a, you know, just a practice episode and a bonus episode to those who care to listen. Uh, we made butter chicken, okay? And for those of you who aren't familiar with Indian food, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, there's a it's lot delicious. of spices. There's it's a delicious. lot of spices. There's a lot of love that goes into it, but you have to have love in preparation it's it's a very spiritual type of experience uh that in that you have to you know make sure that you're not necessarily measuring the ingredients properly but you're emulsifying the ingredients appropriate you know so we had turmeric we had curry we had coriander we had uh what else did we use oh my god we 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 used uh, of course, um, butter, a lot of butter. Uh, we had now we went to several different grocery stores to procure the ingredients for this. And you well, know, we, we, only, we only procured the meat, all the spices were uh, from my house, uh, except for the cilantro. Everything else, the, oh, and the ginger, the ginger, we had to get the ginger too because I was out the ginger, of the ginger. We had to get, uh huh, and the uh, garlic. We got, we got the, we got the garlic. Um, we purchased the garlic too. No, you had garlic. Um, we had to yeah, get the ginger and, and we had to get the cilantro, both fresh. Um, but yeah, that's the only things that we had to get, and I had everything else. Mind uh, you, the, the nan. We were looking for nan and we couldn't find yeah. it, but but we but we found a, a good substitute, and it just it turned out to be the creamiest, savoriest. Just uh, it was tender. The chicken was. We pounded out the chicken, flattened it out, and made it thin and and easy to to sear and we seared the chicken put it aside we also use mushrooms now, i know there's folks out there that aren't a fan of mushrooms but i'm a fan of mushrooms we added the mushrooms to the it dehydrated them they're they were carmini mushrooms we put them in the pan and we slowly dehydrated them and and, and and cooked them off and then we put them in later so they'd absorb the sauce but then we put the sauce on top of the browning of the mushrooms to get the mushroom flavor into the sauce we toasted the coriander seeds now like, hate to brag, but I have lavage. I have asafetidae. I have you name it in my spice rack, and so it was all just like beautiful, just amazing. Absolutely. You have what, what did you just call me? Uh, asafetidae. It's a spice from uh, from Central Asia, like Iran, <laughs> Persia. It's 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 it smells like crap. It's terrible. I've tried. I've tried cooking with it twice, and and it's terrible. That's why I still have it. Um, hell, I, I even have MSG. I do. I have MSG. I haven't used it. Well, yet, MSG so. isn't necessarily bad. Uh, it's got a bad rap, and all, all it really is is just it, it's it's still it's an umami. Yeah, it's an umami flavor, and uh, but a lot of uh, Asian restaurants use it, and it, it got a bad rap because uh, it, I guess I, I don't even know. I there's no negative. Um, from what I've heard, no negative repercussions. People get other a, than like, people would get a headache, and people would have upset stomachs, and then they would they call that the Chinese restaurant sickness or something. 
That's mm-hmm. how it got a bad rap. But I agree with Uncle Roger. Um, if you don't know who Uncle Roger is, look him up. Um, that it adds the flavor. So um, I don't add it to a lot of things, but I do add it to a very few things to, to kick it up a notch. Um, but I always warn the people, in case they, in case they have propensity not to have MSG in their food, that, hey, you know, I'm going to throw some MSG in this. Is that okay? And they're like, uh, yes. Or they're like, no. And we'll just go from there. So, But it's rare. So, so I use it like that, once every month and a half, two months. Sure. I have no MSG uh, to speak of. But, you know, when, when you are preparing a meal and there's a labor of love behind it, 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 it has a different mm-hmm. savoriness to it. It has a different allure to it. You know, and uh, that that's a beautiful thing. And perhaps your uh, your your governor is encouraging uh, families to stay at home and 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 create labors of love. You know, and keep everything shut down and keep everything restricted. Now, Florida, on the other hand, Florida is uh, America. <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. DeSantis, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Like, hey, I no COVID. You know, fuck y'all. I, I still wear my mask, okay? I still wear my mask, and there are people. So I I do, okay, because I have elderly grandparents, very elderly grandparents. uh, You know, I believe COVID is a thing, and so, but I'm walking into gas stations, and folks aren't wearing their masks. Uh, And, you know, it just just seems like people are – just going going back to their normal thing. Uh, I'm starting to feel a little stupid wearing a mask, to be honest with you, because there are just so many people not wearing them anymore. I've, I found myself thinking, okay, I'm the only one in the store. There's no one wearing a damn mask. I'm wearing a mask. Am I the like black sheep here? What like what's going on? Yes. It's, it, it it you know it, people are giving me weird looks. I'm like what like what's going on? Like there's a there's a pandemic and. So, uh, you know, and then uh, other places, people are wearing masks. So that being said, yeah, all the buffets are open. The, uh, I, took, I took my daughter and my mother to uh, Asian Fusion Buffet, um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that. And uh, that's where I called you, Hollis, and you told me about the dilemma you had experienced uh, with Paul. <laughs> Are uh, a good friend of ours who is. How should I describe him? He he's like a cross. He's like a cross between. I don't, I don't think he's going to listen to this episode, but he's like a cross between um, Paul Bunyan, Survivor Man, um, uh, Rain Man, and an Oompa Loompa. You know, all wrapped into a bundle of joy that uh, <laughs> it smokes too much. That smokes way too much. Used to drink too much. I'd back off the drinking too much now, but yeah, um, smokes okay. way too much. All I, I all I know is that ten years ago I had to hike five miles into a preserve and to only to find myself presented with a rudimentary. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bushcrafted tent with a tarp, some 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 <laughs> branches and twigs, and a Hollis paw and a campsite, and torrential rain, and having to bear hug him uh, with my bear knife in clutch, and 
throughout the night. Yeah, and then, and then the next day you guys went. And, actually, two days later, everybody was so hungry that you guys tried to kill a uh, a uh, uh, armadillo with an axe, and you're like launching the axe at the armadillo, and you kept missing. And and you're like, aren't you going to help us? I'm like, I don't want I don't want Hampton's disease, leprosy. <laughs> and I was like, fuck y'all. Like, if you guys want leprosy, go ahead and eat this armadillo. I'd just rather starve and try to collect a few minnows for food. Uh, it was a survival camp, by the way. We all had, like, we 10 had that food. we could bring. Way before okay. alone was a thing, we were doing weekends and weeks out in the woods um, with 10 items, 15 items. Like, your toothbrush is an item. We'll share a toothbrush. Good idea. Um, I'll tell you what. There's nothing like getting some beans, some ramen noodles, some egg, some salt, pepper, and some chopped up. Oscar Mayer wieners and cooking that up for breakfast with some coffee. That is the best meal you could ever imagine. Ever. It's just phenomenal. The best. So, you know, so, um, so on to, on to that faithful weekend. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk poo about a man who isn't here. And uh, if he was here, then I'd, I'd, I love, I'd, Paul. I'd I love Paul. Uh, he, he's my best man. That tells you um, how much I love the man. Yeah, I was there. I know. And, uh, I, I mean, he's a, he's a dear. He's been a father. He's been a son. He's been an enemy. He's been a frenemy. He has been everything that you could ever imagine in my life. And I'm not going to talk poo about him. Um, he, he knows his shit, and I know his shit. And we both know his shit, and you know half his shit. So we don't mm. have to talk about shit by, with him. So okay. I had a very interesting weekend with him. Um, we, we were out in the rain. We got soaked. I mean, it was the usual Paul DeRocha, me and him sitting with no fire, no, no nothing, you know, sharing a, a couple beers, sitting it all until like 11 o'clock at night in the Florida rain with no lights, no nothing around us, just talking. And, you know, we'd see our faces every 20, 30 seconds um, when, the, when the lightning would smash. I mean, that's the night we had. I mean, we had a great time. And so we were exhausted, you know, day one. And so we just went swimming a little bit and, you know, shot the shit and cooked the food at the fire and had a great day. Day two, um, well, that was Friday night. And then day one, we had a great time. The day two, we need to get out of there. We need to come back to Charlotte. So I went from Charlotte, North Carolina, down to Ocala National Forest. Ocala, Orlando, then back to Ocala National Forest to go ahead and, and, and hang with Paul. So on the way north, my car, which was bought April 3rd, uh, 2004, she was made August 19th, 2003. She had 17,000, excuse me, 14,000 miles uh, when I bought her, which is 1489. And um, when I bought her, and then that's a hell of a lot of miles to put on in three months. And then I went ahead and pushed her, you know, all the way until 248,568. And on the way north, mile marker 57 in Georgia. Um, mm -hmm. my, my <laughs> RPMs went up and my speed kept saying the same. And I was like, Hey honey, I texted my wife. I was like, honey, um, maybe I'll be there later than I'm supposed to be because fifth gear is shredding and mm. fifth gear was shredding on me. I knew it. And I was like, okay, I've, I've seen a bro blown out clutch before I need to switch into fourth because if fifth's gone, maybe I can reserve some of fourth. And so I clicked it out of fifth. Everything was fine. Threw it into fourth. I felt the crunch. Then I felt the, mm. and I was like, oh, 
and then switch to third, maybe I can make it to the next, switch to second, switch to first, and then it burned all, burned all of them. So then we stopped the car. I said, okay, we got one last chance, reverse. And it was the main, the, the main <laughs> What the hell are you going to do in reverse? Turn the car around and drive backwards? Back Goddamn right. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> you can get oh, that would have been. That would have been a spectacle. Yeah, and, yeah, and with, with the, and since my my Pontiac vibe was filled to the top, I mean the top, and like shit was on my roof too, with stuff from Paul moving north, that um, like I would have had to been in the rearview mirrors, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so if you look at if you look at a map, you care to, mile marker fifty seven is like dead in between Brunswick and Savannah, like ain't close at all, um, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh. This is just, there's no other thing that is good about this. So I don't have, I don't have Uber. I don't have Lyft. Lyft, excuse me. Um, and so immediately what we did is we went ahead and um, we called Uber. We called Lyft. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, if we're calling Uber, we're calling Lyft, we're going to get this going. We're going to go ahead and do this. Um, and... So I get I get a lift coming and I get Uber coming. The only thing is is they're setting up the ride for forty five minutes. Paul at this point is like, man, this sucks, dude. You know, sorry, you know, your car died on the ways north. That's bad. And I had to work. By the way, I had a new job on Monday. This is Sunday at like three p.m. So I call my wife. I said, Allie, I need a huge vehicle. So she borrowed my my father in law's vehicle, and she rolled south as fast as she could. We would have got, she got down to us, we pack her the gear, we would have been within 15 minutes of me having to be at my new job. Wouldn't have made it. That's infinite, like, infinitely quickly packing her gear. Um, and so that wasn't going to work. And so I'm, we're sitting on the side of the road, and Paul's like, you're screwed. I'm like, Paul, I really need you to go ahead and look up every single, start with budget, start with, you know, whatever rent a car budget or or hertz and find me a vehicle that we can go ahead an suv that we can go ahead and travel one way from anywhere in georgia so we started off in savannah thinking that was the best place nothing in savannah i was like oh god well next big airport is atlanta so bang 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 bang, hit all atlanta nothing so i'm like oh my god at this point uh lift ain't coming um and uh, and you're not, stuck somewhere in the middle of uh, mile marker like fifty-seven. To, mile marker fifty-seven on nine eighty-five. Or in other words, BFE. BFE, like middle of nowhere, like it, also known as but fuck Egypt. Well, there's there's pigs, there's pigs on the side of the road. Oh, okay. Have, okay. Have, like, well, so you had pigs. company. Yeah, they right. they have crawled they crawl through the fence because they're baby pigs and they're eating like grass on the side of the road, roots on the side of the road. And right. the male and the mama pig is like on the other side of the fence because she's too fat to go through the fence. Like, this is where we are in Georgia. Like, pigs are on the side of I-95. This is deliverance. Okay. Yes. And, I, and, I'm, and we call Atlanta, and Atlanta's like, nope. And so then AAA is supposed to have arrived over an hour ago. So we're two hours into this thing. And my, my wife is finally like, I'm, I'm on the way south. Sorry it took so long because my mother was all the way up in Statesville, which is like an hour north of Charlotte, where we live. Is that and, where she's living? Okay. Uh, no, my mom, my mom lives uh, about 10 minutes away now. Uh, in Cornelius, she moved out of Usles Point, which is in yeah. Stuart, Stuart, Florida, and she came up here November last year. So with the whole family together—my mom, my dad, my brother, my 
brother's wife's parents. We all live within 15 minutes of each other. It's really weird, and I hate it. Beautiful. Yep, I, I, I hate it, and I love it. I love my mom here. I, you know, I love yeah, well, now it's time for baby Hollis's, you know? Yeah, that's, and we need, uh, that's we need to get the next step. That's, we're trying. And um, so anyways, uh, so Alana's out. And I call AAA. I'm like, hey, AAA, what's going on? They're like, oh, we don't have a record of you having a toe. And I was like, no, you do have a record of me to it. Your, your toe guy called me. So I called back the toe guy, and he's like, yeah, that shit got canceled. And this, he said, that shit got canceled. And I was like, what the fuck did you get canceled for? It's like, well, I'm not allowed to go ahead and tow your car to a junkyard. So this was going to go along. I, I, I tried to get it sent to a junkyard. Nope. AAA won't do it. I tried to get it sent to a long-term... Um, a long-term uh, uh, airport parking lot. Because what I could do is I could put it in a long-term airport parking lot, then come down with the trailer, pick the car up on the trailer, and then take it back to Charlotte and then sell it in Charlotte. So even though it's going to cost me a lot of money, like I, I, still, I still could cover my butt, you know? And you know, I could still get the thing in, because in Georgia... Even for scrap. Yeah. In, in Georgia, what happens is if they take it off the side of the road... Then the, the place they tow it to then charges you on a per diem for the vehicle, and then you get stuck with that, and then they put a lien on your car, and then they just hose you. At least this is what I was told. Because um, I called the local sheriff, I called the the local police. They're like, "Yeah, you don't want to leave your car on the side of the road in Georgia. You know, they will they will destroy your new car. Like you will have a lien up one side and down the other for thousands of dollars." This is the police telling me this. I'm going like, oh, "What the hell?" And I, I don't know if wait, wait, wait. So let me get this straight. So you're talking about your I tell the local Pontiac. Movie. You're talking my, about the Pontiac. By 2008, you can't leave it. Pontiac Vibe, I can't move it. It will not go anywhere. It has a brand new battery that I bought that morning in it. It has $220 of upgrades that I put in it just so I can make sure it can make the trip. So then I can sell it the very next day and get my new Subaru out back, which is what I'm currently driving. Yes. If this thing had gone 300 more miles, I would have saved myself literally $1,500 on the training. Um, <clears throat> I'm a little lost. And this is what happens with me, uh, folks, just so you know. I, I get a little lost sometimes. Uh -huh. um, you purchased the vehicle? Yeah, I have a new vehicle. I have a new car. No, I know you have a new vehicle now, but you purchased the vehicle while you were still fig trying to figure out what happened. No, what you were gonna no, no, no. Okay, I mean, okay. So, so the car died on Sunday, and we were going to buy a new car on Monday. Right. Okay. That's what and I so thought. I so I, I lost the trade end of this vehicle, and I couldn't. And if I brought it, no, AAA wanted to take it to long term, right? They wanted to take it to a junkyard, and so they canceled on me. And then I called them, like we have no record. I called the the guy who called me from AAA. He's like, yeah, they canceled that. And I'm like, oh, why? They're like, I'm not going to take it to a junkyard. Well, like, how much is it going to take it to a junkyard? Two hundred seventy dollars to take it to a junkyard. <laughs> to take it to a to take it to a junkyard and then i since i don't have the title i couldn't take it i couldn't give it to the junkyard so then they would charge me a parking fee at the junkyard until i gave them a title with titles you don't get instant titles in north carolina anymore because of covid so you have to wait several weeks i'm still waiting for my title and i put in the title information a while ago so they would have been charging me for like the last three weeks plus some so there was no good options. And so this guy comes over on the side of the road and he looks he looks like freaking a Viking with red hair. You know, like, like this big Irish dude. He's like, hey man, what's going on? And I was like, hey, uh, uh, what's up? And he's like, could I help you? And I was like, yeah, you can help me. 
Like, my car is fucked. I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? You need to jump? I was like, no. If my car was driving, I wouldn't need to jump. Now, if I could just interject, you being there is fine with this big, burly Viking man walking up. Yeah, I don't care. If you were, you know, an attractive young lady, might have been a little bit of a sketchy situation. Maybe he was a beefcake, though, and he just found you attractive. So, Uh, well, maybe. Maybe, maybe he uh, did. Maybe he had ulterior motives going on. Never he, did notice, he did notice that I weapon bumped. Um, <laughs> what? Weapon bumped is where you bump your concealed weapon to make sure it's there. What the? <laughs> do you guys? What do you mean? You guys bumped each other's weapons, like like touch the tip? Or... <laughs> we took out our swords. No, I know. Like so, if you have a concealed weapon, if you have a concealed pistol, right, or a blade, or whatever. Um, and what the natural thing to do is if you feel there's danger, you bump it in order to know that it's there. Does that make sense? It's It's like me tapping my ass to make sure my wallet's in my back pocket when I'm leaving the house. Yes, but when you see somebody and you think that there might be danger, you tap your gun or you tap your blade to make sure that the blade is still there. It's called weapon bump. Yes, yes, because of all my guns that I have and, you know, all my well, know, start start being a man and carrying a pocket knife. Um, I'll give you one if you want one. Um, and because I I, I have my fists, they're registered lethal weapons. Why do I need that? <laughs> I, I and I rock and I rock two knives and sometimes something else. So um, so I weapon bumped and he looked at me. He's like, oh well, he's not a mark. And so I was like, yep, yeah, you know, fuck you. And so he's like, yeah, I know this guy. Uh, he might he'll pick up your fucking car. And I was like, cool, let me talk to him. I was like, no, actually, let me get his number. So I got his number and I called him. And I sold my car for the tow price. Oh. <laughs> and then I got, a, I got the last SUV in all. We called Macon, Georgia, dude. Macon, Georgia. We called Savannah, Georgia. We called Charleston, South Cackalack. And no one had a one-way vehicle that could go to Charlotte except for one vehicle, a RAV4 that could go to uh, from Brunswick to Charlotte at the price of $370. Not a day. No, 24 hours, one way, Brunswick, Charlotte, 370 That's highway robbery. That's insane. Look at the... Look, okay, but kick the ballistics. Well, I now that, yeah. On the other hand, I had a <clears throat> yeah. I got my rental. <clears throat> my insurance covered the rental. Yeah, uh, through State Farm. So, but it's funny. It's crazy how we both had these car issues. Same day. Same day, exact same time. Yeah, and we we're supposed to do a podcast that night, and I was and and I was right and ready to do the podcast. So, but, folks, <laughs> you have to understand. You know this this bonus podcast is essentially an apology. That, you know, we're not full of excuses. (laughs) There's a difference between an excuse and a reason, okay? And, uh, you know, I'd encourage you to explain this to my my employer. But, you know, neither here nor there. Sometimes things happen that are out of your control, that are acts of God. I mean, or acts of nature, or acts of whatever, however you want to put it out of our control and you know although we'd like to have a podcast every sunday effortlessly it would just effortlessly just just 
you know, ebb and flow into the airwaves. We we just we're just not that consistent yet. And here's one of the reasons why. And, and so and so so here's the here's the fun part. So I go ahead. I was in the National Park Service, and um, I was a ranger in the National Park Service. And so like yeah, I'm, I get told us about eighty seven times. Yeah, screw you. And so and so I get I get to I get to <laughs> Brunswick Airport, and I look across. I'm like, oh shit, that's Flutzy. I I was there. I was there. Um, but, but anyways, um, so we. I, I, we get the car, we go north, and all hell broke loose. And I lost my car. Um, I had to get driven to work for like the entire week, the next week, by other people. My dad drove me. My wife drove me. I drove myself. We, my wife oh, and I changed. God, I changed, the and my dog. you must have experienced. Yes, it was, it was emasculating. Ugh. Not having Lack a car on, on the first Ugh. day of work. It like it's like I had no I had no wee wee. I had no beanie, and it was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. And then people, they still make fun of me. Work. They're like, oh, you still have a car? And I was like, oh, I hate you. They're making like, fun oh, of you now because of the way you drive, not because of the fact that like, like your grandma. wife oh, dropped you off. Oh, here's a kicker. Here's a kicker. You know how like that car n- never had acceleration on it? Like that car, that car had the smallest engine of, of any vibe. It was the base, 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 base model of the base model. It had roll-up windows. And and like and like two speakers. I mean, it was it was basically. I, I, I remember bitching at you a decade ago, going fishing at how slow you were going. Because I, I the car, because the car couldn't do any faster, man. It was zero to sixty in like seventeen seconds. And so <laughs> and so now my wife like gets in my car with me, and we just went like five miles to Max and Tasha's house. You remember Max and Tasha? You had a wedding. Yeah, yeah. You know, in our yeah, wedding. Joke, Mowgli, Mowgli. Yeah, I remember. Yep, and 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 my wife like she gets in the car and she's like, oh okay, let's go. I was like, okay, cool. And so I get in the car and I fly out the you know driveway, look back and forth, like you know, fly up the street, turn right, fly up the street, and she's looking at me like wild eyed, like what the hell is going on? Then I look left, I look right, look back left, look back right, which is what I always do, which is cautious. And then I slam on the accelerator, and she like is hitting the brake with her right foot, <laughs> and she's holding onto the O poop handle, and she has her. Her other foot on the dash where the where the airbag goes, and I look over at her. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "If the airbag goes off, you're gonna blow your knee to your face." And she's like, I bet she "Why jumped your bones after you got home?" <laughs> no, she didn't. She was like, "What the hell happened to you?" And so, two more times, in like three miles, she's like like grabbing onto stuff because I'm just driving, and and she's like, "What the hell got into you?" When we got to, when we got to Macintosh's house, I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like. You don't drive like a grandma anymore, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't drive like a I don't drive like a grandma because I no longer have a grandma car." Like I've been nursing. I call bullshit. No, I call bullshit. Ask her because ask her. her, Well, no, I know I believe it, but I call bullshit that you 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 were just all of a sudden had this like oh my god this invigoration of you know drive fast because I have the new car because you you were driving my car. And I was doing the same thing she was doing, except for the opposite reason. Mine was like, my God, I'm about to strangle you because you're going so unadulteratedly slow. I mean, people were blasting past us. And, and see, you know. But, but see, you had, you had me right after I've been driving my car for literally hundreds and thousands of miles. And I've been nursing that car for hundreds of thousands of miles, having to go. I wanted every last mile yeah, of that I, bad boy. I don't own a now, Ferrari, dude. But yeah, 
you own a Kia, but it's a nice Kia. But now I now I have a two point <laughs> five liter instead of a one point two liter that's almost dead, and I and I can hit the accelerator and it goes it goes, like it goes. You you have to realize that my Pontiac Vibe never saw above three thousand RPM for the last five years of its life, because I had stick shift and always stayed under three thousand. And well, I guess it I guess it saw like it, it redlined when I blew up the fourth gear, but. <laughs> But before that, it never saw anything about three thousand. So, like now, I'm now I'm driving like a human being again, um, and it's really actually pretty nice to drive like a human being. <clears throat> well, you know what's funny about your experience with your vibe? I too owned a Pontiac Vibe. I owned a black two thousand nine. That's about your vibe. GT. Do you remember that? Do you remember my vibe? I, I wasn't. I wasn't in Charlotte, or I'm sorry, wasn't in Florida for your vibe. No, but I do remember you owning it to my memory. Yeah, and you had the automatic. You didn't have the stick shift. No, it was a stick shift. It was okay. not the automatic. Uh, it was a five-speed. It was standard. Uh, I loved that thing. It had 18-inch um, Gran Turismo wheels. It had. Uh, it had a JBL sound system. It was two point four liter, right? Uh, I believe so. It was high. It was highly tuned. Two point four liter. Um, I think it was a. I think it was a four cylinder. Uh, but it was a two point two point four cylinder. It had it. It, it was it was zippy. It was zippy. Um, and I had a very similar situation happen to me. Uh, on my way to work, the temperatures had changed which I believe is what was going on at that particular time with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had gotten it cold, unusually cold. And I, I was on my way to work and all of a sudden second gear just wouldn't go. And then, and then third gear wouldn't go. And then I tried, I tried fourth gear and it, and it kind of gurgled in fourth gear and I had first gear and I had fourth gear. So I, I managed to make it to work and, which is doable in a vibe, by the way. It's very doable. You can go to first to fourth. You can't yeah, go from first course. to fifth. You can go first to fourth. You can go second to fifth. Um, and anywhere in between. So you can bounce up and down. You can bounce up like three gears. And that's perfectly cool with a vibe. You just go ahead and hit about 4,500 RPM. Flip it into you know three higher. You're completely fine. Yeah. So that's where I, where I was going. I, you know, I was going up a hill when I lost second gear. And then I went down to third. And then it leached into nothing. It was just revving. And then I, I, I launched it in the fourth and it would go. And then it, it, all I had was that. So I, I quickly traded it in for a 2017 Chevy Cruze. Uh, and and the Vibes are great cars. And to be honest, if they were still making a Pontiac Vibe um, or a, or a uh, Toyota Matrix, um, I would know no other car for the rest of my life. Um, and I'm being serious. The car was and is amazing. And yes. and my model was 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 a newer uh, body style. It was a much newer, sleeker body style than what you had. Uh, but uh, you know, I remember countless occasions. You know, you just throwing up, throwing the 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 canoe <coughs> up on the roof and driving out to uh, Bear Cut or Bear Creek. <laughs> 
Yeah, you could beat the... And the great thing about the Vibe is you could beat the ever-loving hell out of a Vibe, and she just won't die. Like, I, my car... It, it, God, it was horrific. The front, the front uh, hood, you remember it, was just chewed to pieces. Um, she'd been shot by a shotgun. Um, I was on my fourth windshield. My back door was written off, ripped off by a fallen tree. I had a brand new back bumper because it got destroyed. Um, like it was just pitted and disgusting, and, and the car was really a shame piece of junk to drive. But I went I up there. I remember going up there, and, and I had one you handle. know, I, 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 see your, I see your wife's car. I see your dad's car. I'm like, and I see yours sitting there. I'm like, this motherfucker still has this Pontiac vibe. I was blown away. I could have sworn you traded it in or got rid of it. I, I yo, there it was in all its glory, it's still just, sitting there. I drove that thing until it decided to suck on a boomstick and pull the trigger. Please don't commit suicide. <laughs> There's a suicide hotline. If you're thinking about suicide, please call. But that thing, that thing committed suicide. <laughs> that thing was I like, you, not I George you again. That vibe. I'm not I going back to South Carolina. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So, so got to give her credit. So I get out. I get out. And Paul's like, I think the goddamn thing's smoking. And so I look under my vehicle. And I can see, like, temperature burn marks on the crankcase. <laughs> and there's smoke coming out of my the bottom of my car, not from the engine. And I'm like, oh my god! He's like, I think you burned it. And I was like, yeah, I, I yeah. burned. Yeah, that thing's dead. Um, so that's the story of my car, man. Mm-hmm. The old girl Christine, she's dead. You know, Paul came up here, and then stuff happened with Paul, and he's not here to defend himself or talk about it. So we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, so that's fine. That's fine. And um, and uh, yeah, that is that is my car. Um, the old girl had seen a lot. She she'd seen some pot. She'd seen some fun. She'd seen some vomiting. She's been shot by a shotgun. She's seen birds go through the windshield. Trees <laughs> falling on her. Hundreds of canoes on top. People riding on top of my car. Twenty one people in a Pontiac vibe. Yes, that really happened. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me. Wait, how. wait, what? How, wait, how, how many? I had twenty one people in and on top of my Pontiac vibe. I was the twenty second person. <laughs> And it was my fraternity, and we were driving from one side of the park, one side of the the park, to where we're going swimming. And all I could see was like between two people's asses, and they were screaming at me if there's cars coming. And I drove, and we went to, we went to the spring, and we all jumped in the spring at like two a.m. in the morning. It was epic. Uh, oh, <laughs> that that's blue, sweet. That was Blue Springs. Uh, she was she was a good ship, and um. And uh, I, this is this is something that is, is pretty particular to me. Mm-hmm. And so, if you remember on the vibes, he had these little compartments uh, right next to the wheel well, right? Mm-hmm. And you can—they had the little hole at the top, so you could get in and start messing with the electronics. And when I was cleaning her out and putting everything in the Rav Four, I reached in. And I found a bottle of really, really, really good quality whiskey that had never been opened that I'd shoved there, I think, in May of 2004. <laughs> and, it was be- and it was because the cops were searching everybody's cars for alcohol, and I didn't want to like have to deal with cops busting my shit for alcohol. I knew people would be pissed off because they were confiscating alcohol because underage drinkers. This is uh-huh. And I was like, fuck that. Forget my French. 
And so I hid it back there. And when I was reaching back there, like, what else did I bring back there? I pulled out this beautiful bottle of Glen Levitt. And, and I was like, you know what? You've been hiding this for a long, long time. And this is a beautiful experience. You've had this. I wonder how many gallons of gas I've wasted dragging that 750 Glen Levitt never been opened. Uh, beautiful bottle. <laughs> like, not even touched. And I was like, you know what? Screw that. And I put her back. I put the bottle back. And I oh, my God. Guy, you would. I, I would, and I did. <laughs> and I did. And I and the guy who, who got my car for free in a tow, I hope he rips that car apart and finds that bottle of Glenn Levitt. It was still in the car when you, when you, when you had it towed? Yeah, well, you emptied the car out completely. Like, everything. You left like, a bottle of whiskey in the damn... Yeah, I put it back. I put it back in the tire well. I pulled it out and was like, holy shit. Oh God, God dang. And I just, I just threw it back. I was like, I haven't seen you in 16 freaking years. Like, wow, you bring back memories, bottle. Well, no, you hid in this car for this many years. You can have it back. So hopefully the guy who, who I sold it to will take that bottle and drink it. If not, well, then, God damn it, who cares? But Say la vie, brother. Say la vie. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I left a lot of memories in that car. I mean, she had no... She had no visor. She had. She had. I'll one tell you what she did thing. have. She had an odor. She sure did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a she cross had... between who did that and uh... <laughs> the old girl was. She was stinky. Jesus, man. where did it die? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did. She did. And yeah. after 2012, I never detailed her. Yeah. I know. I miss her. her. I'm a cry now. Well, I, you know, thank you for you know being in being involved in our lives and and hearing this little tidbit about Christine, my my car that I bought in 2004 (laughs) January and rode that girl like a satanic camel jockey all the way until (laughs) satanic camel jockey. Oh God, I I treated (laughs) her bad. I treated her bad, like. Like, who else has had a car that has four windshields been shot by a shotgun at trees falling on her, been sideswiped, been smashed, you know, had people stab knives through the hood? I mean, it was, that girl had seen hell. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud that I had her, and I'll, I'll miss her. Only you, my friend. Only the you. Last now- thing, the last thing I did, gotta, gotta say this, last thing I did was I walked up to her, I kissed her windshield, I said, sorry, love, I gotta let you go, you were a good ship. And then I fucking peed on her. Of course you did. I kicked, I kicked her fucking wheel, and I went back and I apologized. I kissed her again and said bye. Um, true story. Ask Paul. It is. And I think with that we can post. We can kill this episode. Cobble it up to uh, car trouble. Um, put that on the title and be the car trouble. Shake my head. And uh, yeah, man. Like good lord. Same day. Roughly the same time, same freaking debacle. You're in Florida. I'm in Georgia, headed to North Carolina. Just absolute nightmare. And this is not an apology. This is a reason why you haven't heard us for the past couple weeks. Um, yeah, that's Things that. have been happening, folks. Again, you can find us on Breaker, uh, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Copy, RSS, and anywhere else podcasts are listened to. Uh, I'm your host, John, and this is me, Hollis. Hollis, and, uh, and 
you know, you know, you know, good luck, have fun, and, and don't die. And uh, God help you if you have to go to the dealership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic ordeal. I encourage nobody to partake in it. And listen, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna conclude our biological warfare episode most likely in the weeks to come. I'm no longer gonna promise uh, a uh, weekly episode because it, at the end of the day, we're, we're two blue collar working guys, and and we are gonna publish episodes hopefully more frequently. As often as we can, we appreciate the listeners that we have. And if you uh, if you want to uh, send us some constructive criticism, a question, comment, concern, send us an email at inbetweentherecord at gmail.com. Uh, we're um, working currently. I'm working on a um, uh, WordPress website uh, so that we have uh, a platform to blog and uh, also. Uh, upload photos of our research and uh, we, we should also make an Instagram as well. I was thinking about doing that, but uh, those are in the weeks to come. That being said, folks, I love you. I uh, look forward to having this time with you again shortly. Alice, any last words again for the uh, treasured audience that we have to see? As we like to say here in uh, Cornerville, North Carolina, hey, good y'all. Bye.